Hello and welcome to Big Creatrix Energy with me, Gabriella Rosie. I am an artist, business owner, creative consultant and all-round creatrix. This podcast is here to guide you through embodying your own creatrix within and creating the life and art of your wildest fantasies through self-evolution and expression. I am here to guide you through showing up in bigger, badder and bolder ways, owning your desires and creating with enthusiasm and intention. Book all up, baby cakes. It's about to get delicious as fuck. Hello, sweet babes. Today, I want to talk to you about being multi-passionate and how you can make this way of thinking and way of being work for you. A lot of messages online around business and success tend to be tied to productivity and niching down. The general message is to pick one thing and to do that thing over and over and over again. And actually, I'm not about to completely rip apart that way of thinking. I'm not about to rip it to shreds because it is exactly right. When it comes to certain products and certain businesses. So if you were launching a new drink brand, absolutely. The best way to grow the awareness and the sales of that drink are going to be to condense the brand down to one clear message and repeat that content over and over again. Clear and direct. If that brand like for drinks, started talking all of a sudden about selling shoes or sandwiches, it wouldn't really make much sense. The consumer wouldn't know what was happening. It wouldn't align with the drink brand that we all thought it was. So yeah, there are absolutely lots of businesses that will thrive under picking one thing, that will thrive doing a niche down kind of structure. And there are also a lot of businesses that won't. When we look to businesses built upon creativity and a personal brand, picking just one thing can be a death sentence to those businesses. And why? Well, because if you're running a business around what you create, it has an element of personal brand to it. And ultimately, the success of your business comes down to the value of what it is that you create. And typically, us creatives don't want to create the same thing over and over again. Putting on the requirement to keep doing the same thing every single day, there's no way that can be sustainable and consistent over a long period of time because pretty quickly you'll start hating the way that you're creating and hating the way that you're sharing and rebel against the rules that you put upon yourself. So that isn't the most sustainable and the most consistent way to create because it has no long-term strategy. Creatives tend to work through change. It is the creating of things. That is how you evolve As a creator, as an artist, everything you create evolves you. And as you change, so will your work. And for most of us, the way we want to express can't just be edited down into one thing. We probably have a lot of ideas and a lot of different things that we want to be doing. So the worst thing that can happen to you if you force yourself to do one thing is that you push away all other things. 
You'd be in a constant state of restricting yourself, a constant state of limiting yourself. Pushing ideas away, that can be amazing because it doesn't align with the original idea and you have to keep doing the same thing. No, no, no. That is not the way to really see yourself and allow yourself to grow as a creative. Not a chance. What I've found is that the more we allow our interests and inspirations to become something, to interact with one another, to be played with, well, that is how we find our style. That's how we become ourselves as creatives. You can't create anything if you're forcing yourself to just repeat the same thing. That is quite literally the opposite of creativity. That is being a stamp, you know? (laughs) The energy will eventually run dry. Think of it like this. Coca-Cola and Miley Cyrus are very different brands. When we buy a Coke, we expect it to taste exactly the same as every other Coke we've ever had. And when we think about that, it makes total sense why the marketing that Coca-Cola use has like used the same concepts for its entire existence. Absolutely, they've updated things and changed things and brought out some new flavours, but the base thing is Coke. It's got the same kind of feeling. All the ads kind of look the same. It's constantly rehashing the same message because it wants, it's, it's a cornerstone. It's a very distilled down, simple brand. This is the product. This is what using this product means. This is why you want it over and over and over and over again, right? Whereas when you look at someone like Miley Cyrus, we expect each album to be different and to also show a whole new evolution of Miley. And it's actually the change that becomes the new consistent. That's something that's consistent to Miley Cyrus's brand that she will change, that she will be like a different version of herself. So think of it like this, change a new projects and products is what makes us interested in creatives who are personal brands. If every album was the same, sure, some people would like it, but we'd get bored pretty quickly. The artists would stagnate, their career wouldn't evolve, their career wouldn't grow, they'd just generally lose fans, basically. Reinvention really is the secret to long-term success as an artist. And reinvention can be something really simple of just evolving the way you're naturally evolving. All of the different things that you have an interest in, it doesn't have to be sitting down and making up a mood board of like, what's going to be interesting? What does this new stage of evolution look like? It's what are you interested in now? What does this new season of your life have you thinking about and wanting to talk about and wanting to create your art about? The reinvention, the evolution is the most natural way of your being and it's figuring out how you can express that through the things that you create. And that is what people want to see and want to participate in. What I really want to focus on today is how you can make all of your pieces work together, how you can go through your evolution, how you can have these multi-faceted things that you're interested in that maybe don't make so much sense, how can you make it all make sense together? How can you be releasing different projects and have it all still make sense together? It's fair enough saying that it's the complexity and it's the change that will lead to your success and your growth, but 
Like, how do you actually do that in a way that works and makes sense for you and makes sense for your audience. If you were marketing for one drink, then the direction of your content and the message would be pretty obvious and pretty simple, right? Like, let's make this drink look as delicious and appealing as possible so people buy it. Cool. We know what the, we know what the assignment is. However, when you're marketing yourself, which really is just showing up on socials in your way, well, things can get a little bit more complicated then because there are many facets to your personality and there are many projects that you want to create and that you want to share. How do you show it all to your audience without it being complete chaos? Not understanding what you want to share and how, how you want to share it generally means that your audience also won't have a clear understanding of what it is that you create or how they might even be able to invest in your work. Basically, the whole thing will just be a little bit of a mess. Being multi-passionate means that you absolutely grant yourself the freedom to create in a multitude of ways. But that also requires you to be savvy and mindful enough to know that how you create and share those ideas needs individual commitment for each project. Being multi-passionate is not about half-assing a bunch of projects. This isn't about starting all these things but skipping onto the new shiny project. And it's definitely not about hailing a bunch of non-cohesive noise at your audience and wondering why nothing sticks. To make being multi-passionate work for you, there is a structure you can apply to the way that you manage your ideas, your projects, and how you share it all with your audience. I want to let you know that how you might design your own structure is going to be completely different for all of us. And that's the whole fucking point. But I do want to give you a little sneak peek into my structure, I guess, and how I create things, how I manage different projects, how I make it make sense together. So right now, while I'm in this creative retreat, one of the projects I'm really prioritizing is this new deck. This is priority numero uno every day until it is finished. Of course, there are a few other things that I'm working on, things that relate to the deck, things that are completely separate, things that are just part of my business that I'm still running. But ultimately, the deck is my main priority right now. It's my main squeeze. And the reason for me prioritizing this deck now is because it has been a project that I've wanted to do and wanted to finish for months and months. And I know that I needed to be really active about dedicating time to this project. So that's what I'm doing. I'm dedicating time to this project. I'm getting it done every single day. And also a reason why I wanted to prioritize it and I can be really firm with that is because I know that this is very much a needle moving project for me. I know that decks are a huge part of my business. I know that it's what my audience wants and I know it's something that will absolutely grow my business and grow my income. It's basically a no-brainer to prioritise this project. And there are also a few other not-so-direct reasons why I want to prioritise this deck. Because I know in creating and sharing this project that it will allow me to evolve 
to a new level of creator. I've felt this with projects before and I feel it with decks always. Every time I create a new deck, I know it's going to lead to like a new way of creating things. And I think a lot of that is because decks are a way to condense down these ideas and feelings into an interactive art piece that thousands of people will then go on to use as a tool in their own lives. And that means that the process of creating this deck really allows me to go deep on these ideas. I've got to crystallize them into a product because that's something that I'm going to be sharing with other people. So I've really got to understand it. I've really got to know what I'm saying and what I'm talking about here. And the sheer hours of making this thing, of illustrating it and designing it, allows me to think about it a lot. I know that working on these ideas in this way will change my thinking and evolve my perspective. And really that alone is worth working on the project. Everything else that comes from it is great, but knowing that just doing this project, just showing up to create these cards will evolve me as as my person and as myself as a creator, that is, job's already done, you know? All the value I could have from this project is done through the doing of it. And that is so exciting. So that's two things that you should think about when deciding which projects to prioritize. Is it moving the needle in your business, aka getting your business to a level that you want to go? And is it moving the needle for you as a creative by pushing you to learn new skills and to develop your thinking? Knowing what you prioritize doesn't automatically push aside all the other ideas though. In fact, it might actually encourage new ideas to arise. So how then do you remain committed to actually finishing the projects that you're prioritizing while also not turning a blind eye to fresh ideas and side projects? Basically, how the fuck do you manage it all? How? <laughs> well, right now, as I'm working on this de- on this deck, it's great because the creative oh my god I can't talk anymore the creativity that you know I'm putting into this deck that I'm allowing myself to really show up and spend hours every day just drawing things and creating things and writing things it's really really sparking my brain I find that when you're in a place of creative momentum it gets really easy to have more great ideas or even to just be reinvigorated by old or forgotten ideas. I don't quite know like how I would describe this phenomenon, phenom- oh my word. <laughs> I don't know how I would describe this phenomenon. Yeah, okay. It feels like the perfect combination of magic and science, like making space for new ideas creates even more ideas. It seems like really logical, but then also like pure magic. But I don't know. I have a lot to think about that clearly still. (laughs) So as I'm putting my time and energy into this new deck, I've been having so many thoughts come to me on how I could make this deck even better. All of these like missing pieces ideas, all of these things that I, I couldn't quite figure out, the things that I guess were holding me off from actually working on this deck for so long. It turns out that getting stuck into the project and just working on it from where I'm at, creating from the idea as it is 
now? Well, then that's actually the thing that allowed all of these ideas to flow. And, you know, what I was working on a few weeks ago has already become so much richer now through just going through the process of getting the ideas down and seeing what they might evolve to. A lot of the time when we start on a project, we think that we should have everything figured out and we should know absolutely what the final thing is going to look like, when actually it's probably going to be way more of an organic process of working on something, playing with it, and then through the process of doing, we'll figure out like, oh, actually it should look like this. And it's missing this thing, but I know that this could work and I'll try this thing. It's about testing and playing and we can't get to the place of testing and playing if we don't start. So start your idea, start your project, basically. Stop waiting for all the answers. So the thing is, all of these new ideas that I have, yep, some of them are absolutely about the deck and have been really helping the process come along and help helping the project get even better. But all of the ideas aren't strictly related to this deck. I have had more ideas in the past few weeks for projects than I probably have had all year. The creative cogs are turning. And hilariously, just the other day, I had a huge instant download of an idea for a whole entire different deck. I'm talking name, design, style, the marketing, accompanying products that I want to do with this deck. It all hit me like a wave while I was driving in my car and at a drive through waiting for my vanilla ice latte on oat milk. It all just got handed to me by the universe, this whole new, new deck idea. A whole fucking new deck. Talk about abundance. So, you know when you get a new idea and the energy hits hard, like you can feel your fucking skin tingle, you're so excited about it, and your brain goes into overdrive imagining how delicious this could be, how this project is going to allow me to create in a new way, how people are going to be obsessed with it, how I have no doubt that it will be insanely profitable. All great things, all things that I want from a new project, all things that I tell each of us to prioritize. And still, I am choosing to not work on this deck yet. Here is why. This new idea does not shift the fact that I've already prioritized the first new deck idea. My priority remains my initial project because I know that creating this thing will transform me. It will transform my skills to better create the next thing. We can't skip, hop and jump from one project to the next because it feels shinier. We have to complete projects to really grow from them. If we let ourselves skip to the new exciting projects, what we're actually doing is skipping past the growth. Learning comes in creating things when they can get tedious and challenging when it's beyond the shiny new phase. So we can be tricked by the shininess of our own ideas and we could think that switching to that new idea would actually be how we prioritise our multi-passionate nature. But nope, 
No, 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 no. This is a little trick that our brains can play where we continually distract ourselves with new ideas, imagining them to be the secret that we have been waiting for. The only thing that will happen is we'll continue leapfrogging between our ideas, being seduced by the newness and the possibility over and over again, but never allowing ourselves to commit to growing through creating and through finishing a project. There are always ways that you can harness the energy of new ideas while also staying true to your vision and your evolution. It comes in understanding why we prioritize certain projects. And remember, that's about seeing that project as a needle moving project for you and your business. And also, you don't have to be completely blind to these new ideas. This is not about ignoring them. What, what I want to do right now is absolutely prioritize my time and energy to making this first new deck happen but I also don't want to let go of this second new deck idea because I'm kind of obsessed with it and I'm so excited to make it real when the time is right so what I did was I've written down everything that I'm thinking about this new project I took down all of the ideas that I had everything that I was thinking about okay what's it going to look like what is what's it going to feel like what are the cards going to say what how am I going to market this thing all of the ideas that I had I wrote them down I did a few sketches I mean I even made a little bit of a mood board because I felt so inclined it was nothing too crazy nothing too time consuming but I really wanted to make an effort to capture the energy of this project now while my while, when it came to me while the idea is still buzzing okay let's get this down let's acknowledge this idea let's value this idea enough to do something with it but also value my vision value the collective of my ideas enough to still prioritize the main one right now so with this like idea file i basically wrote down everything i'm thinking about the idea now everything that i can see for it in, in the future and i've filed it away somewhere that I can access easily again. I am obsessed with the um, app Notion. I think, I mean, I use it, as a, I'm confused because I use it as a website, but I do know it's an app as well. But Notion.so, check it out if you want a way to like file away your ideas and have them like accessible on all different devices I've just been loving it it's a really good way for me to like keep track of my ideas keep track of my multiple projects all of that shit I don't really have a specific way that I I use it I haven't really come up with that I'm not sure if I ever will so I don't know if I'm going to share something on like how I use Notion but I'm like just just try it for yourself and figure out your own way it's quite intuitive um but anywho I've created a file for this new new deck all of the information is on there and I'll probably keep having more ideas to it and add layers to it. And because I can just quickly like click on this file in Notion and add to it really easy. It's not about like going to find a notebook where I wrote in. I can add to it in like mere seconds and go back to my original project. So it's something where you can keep adding to your project file ideas as and when they come up. But what I want you to know is that 
It is okay to put your ideas on ice. It's okay to be working on a few different things at the same time or to have ideas that are percolating away in the background. How to do this successfully comes down to time and energy management. So if you want to prioritise getting one project finished and shared as a final project, well, how you allocate time and energy has to be in alignment with that. And if you're marketing a certain project to your audience, you want their eyes on one thing for a certain amount of time, right? So how you manage your time and energy on social media, what you're sharing should all be in alignment with that goal. You don't have to talk about 10 projects at once. Make it easy for yourself. Talk about one project when you want people's eyes on that project, finish it, and you can skip on to the next one. I have a lot to share actually about social media and marketing when you have multiple projects and multiple parts to your work. So I'll probably do a whole whole episode on that actually. But the key things that I want you to take away from this episode today is that being multi-passionate means that you do lots of different things, but that you don't have to do them all at the same time. You can make it easier for yourself by focusing your time and attention. And also, you could have the greatest ideas ever, but if you don't ever actually finish them, If you don't finish anything, then you'll never have the chance to share your ideas with other people. So please get comfortable with the stickiness that arrives throughout the creative process. Allow all of your projects to be a learning experience and don't be afraid to put your new ideas on ice so that you can give your all to where you're at and what you're working on now. It's about designing a structure that allows you dedicated time to work on one idea, finish one idea, release one idea. And how you stagger that, how you build them together is totally up to you and comes down to your own creative energy cycle. Again, whole shit ton more to share on that but I will get into that on another day thank you so much for listening remember you can be do and have anything and everything that you desire I will speak to you in the next one bye